Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas, building a network to connect 40 million people to the Internet, cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a sinkhole swallowed eight priceless sports cars. The Subtle Art and Serious Physics of Subway Surfing by Red Elaine, Science, 11 7 a.m. I can't help myself. When I'm out in the real world and I see something cool, I have to turn it into a physics problem. It's just what I do. In this case, I was changing planes in the Atlanta airport. Like many other airports, Atlanta has a mini subway that take you between terminals. You walk in, the door shut, and then it accelerates up to some traveling speed. At some point, it slows down and stops so that you can get off and catch your plane. But what about the physics? The first thing to do is to collect some data. This isn't too difficult to do in the world of smartphones. Just about every phone has an accelerometer that lets you record acceleration in three different directions. There are many apps out there that record this data, but right now I like Phyphox, P-H-Y-P-H-O-X. It runs on both Android and iOS. So here's what I did. In between terminals, I put the phone down on a rail so that it would be stationary. Then I record the acceleration. From this data, you would see at the start, the subway has a maximum acceleration of about 1.2 meters per second squared. During the stop motion, the subway has a maximum acceleration of about minus 1.5 meters per second squared. Now, for some physics questions. How difficult is it to hold on during acceleration? These subways only have a few seats. Just about everyone stands and holds on to a pole or a loop hanging from the ceiling. Suppose that you just grab the vertical pole and hold on during acceleration. How much grip strength do you need? If you want to stay on the car, you have to have the same acceleration as the subway. In order to accelerate a human, there must be a force on the human in the direction of the acceleration. The magnitude of this force will be equal to the product of the mass of the human and the acceleration. For a 70-kilogram human, this would be a force of 84 newtons. Just for comparison, the weight of that same human is 686 newtons. That means the force the human exerts on the pole 
and the pull exerts on the human would be 12.2% of the weight. That's not too tough. What if someone doesn't hold on to the pole? Some people think they're just too cool for handrails. Instead of using a pole to exert a force to accelerate, they will just use friction. The magnitude of this friction force would have to be the same as the force from the pole, if that is what was being used. But would this floor be able to provide a large enough frictional force? Although friction can be pretty complicated, it can be modeled as a force with a maximum value proportional to the amount the floor pushes up on an object. As an equation, it looks like this. F friction is less than or equal to microseconds, N. In this expression, the sign microseconds is the coefficient of static friction, a value that depends on the two types of surfaces rubbing together, in this case, a shoe and the floor. The N is called the normal force, this is the magnitude of how hard the floor pushes perpendicular to its surface. Since the human is standing on a flat surface and not accelerating vertically, the magnitude of the normal force is just equal to the person's weight, the human's mass multiplied by the gravitational field with a value of g is equal to 9.8 normal force per kilogram. Since this frictional force must be equal to the product of the mass and acceleration from the car, I can solve for the minimum coefficient of friction. Microseconds equals A over G. Using an acceleration of 1.2 meters per second squared, the minimum coefficient would be 0.122. With a stopping acceleration of 1.5 meters per second squared, you would need a minimum coefficient of friction with a value of 0.153. That shouldn't be too difficult to get coefficients of friction higher than that. Even leather on wood has a coefficient of 0.3. So yes, you could possibly just stand there and pretend you're cool. Will you tip over? Yes. If you aren't careful and you're just standing there in a subway, you could easily fall over. Why? Suppose you are in an accelerating car while standing up straight and not holding on to the rail. Everyone looks fine, right? No, not right. Here's the problem. Suppose you put a pencil on a flat table and then push the eraser at an angle perpendicular to the pencil. The pencil will do two things. It will accelerate in the direction of the push, at least a little bit, and it will start to rotate. That's exactly what happens here with the person in the elevator. The frictional force at the feet will exert a net torque on the person and cause a rotation. We typically call this kind of rotation falling over. Of course, there are two ways not to fall over. Both of these methods need to do something about the total torque on the human. The first method is fairly simple. Stand sideways and stand with feet wide apart. In this case, the back foot can exert a greater upward force than the front foot. This means the back foot also produces more torque about the center of mass than the front foot, and this torque should be enough to counter the torque from friction. Yes, you won't look as cool. The second method involves leaning in the direction of the acceleration. If the car is accelerating, it's almost as if there is a fake force pushing you in the opposite direction. Yes, there is a fake force. In this reference frame of the accelerating subway, the frictional force does not exert a torque since it's applied at the point of rotation, the feet. However, the fake force does exert a torque. If you lean in the direction of the acceleration, you can create another torque from the gravitational force. 
when the torque from the fake acceleration force and the gravitational force are equal, you don't tip over. Yes, this method also has a problem. The acceleration isn't constant, so you have to keep changing your lean angle. But in the end, you'll either look cool or fall over. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how a sinkhole opened up under the National Corvette Museum right now. Betty called me at six in the morning. She thought it was a fire. It was worse. A sinkhole opened up under our museum. Eight priceless Corvettes had plunged into it. Chubb was there within hours. They helped make sure it was safe. We had everyone we needed to get our museum back up and running. And we opened the next day. Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.